Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Throwback Podcast. I'm here with Ginger Shack. How are we doing? I am sensational, Mr. Murray. Sensational. Sensational. Uh, bits and pieces. To how are you? I- I'm good. I'm good. I never ask you how you are. I'm good. Busy. Busy, but we'll get on to that. Uh, there's... The first thing I wanted to pick up on is uh, the Lamarcus Aldridge kind of situation. Obviously, it was it was sad that he's had to retire. Uh, potentially going to win a chip this year with the Nets. Uh, I think it's a big blow to the Nets. But what I do want, what I want to speak about isn't necessarily that it's issues that kind of go beyond basketball like uh with that in mind that it goes beyond Lamarcus Aldridge winning a championship at that point it's like life or death isn't it and it was like funnily enough with the Brooklyn net Brooklyn Nets again Karis Levert going from Brooklyn to Indiana finding out he had cancer obviously getting rid of the cancer, finding it at the right time. And obviously he's come back now and it's all good. And that's brilliant. But just touching on, obviously we all love basketball, like basketball is everything, but it isn't that, is it? It isn't worth going out there and dying for. And that's what potentially could have happened to LaMarcus Aldridge, which is really sad because he's put all his life's work into it. And potentially this year, it could have been that championship, but he realised that it wasn't worth it. And I think it's it's nice to remember that, that. It is. And I think one of the biggest things that I've kind of took from it, and we talk about players and health, and they're treated like, you know, finely tuned machines. And maybe they're not as tough as they used to be and all this jazz. And we can have the debate about the 90s being, you know, the tougher period to play basketball in. And that's great. You know, cool. But if LaMarcus Aldridge had the condition that he had in the 90s, he could have died on court and we wouldn't have knew. Yeah. yeah. Because because the team he was playing at may not have had a specialist medical centre may not have been doing constant health screenings, may not have been ensuring that he was a, you know, a correct physical specimen to be playing an elite level. And the same goes for Chris Bosch. The same goes for other players that Karis LeVert, as you've just mentioned, that, that are treated like finely tuned pieces of equipment that get services and checked as they should. And, and it's a credit to the NBA for as much as we give them flack for 900 million jerseys being released and that. But quite frankly, if my jersey's gone up from £100 to 110 and it means that somebody doesn't die of a debilitating disease because the funding can go to the MBPA and they can go to the Advocate Centre and they can go to all of these health screenings, then do you know what? bugger it it's a tenner yeah like life is more important and bas- basketball isn't life we can joke and say ball is life but the man's got a family 
You know, Karen's yeah. reversing a young lad that hasn't even lived his life yet. Yeah. And he's been saved. And I think, as yeah. you've sort of attested to, it's more than that. Um, and it is a shame because he, he very well could have, like, won a championship ring. But yeah. I don't mean nothing if... You're not here. <laughs> if his family, you know, like, we'll look at it as Lamarca Joldridge, retired NBA player. Or we can look at it as Lamarcus Aldridge, NBA champion, XYZ to 2021. Exactly. Because he passed yeah. away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure if you turn around and went, do you want a championship ring or do you want a life? Or do you want to watch your kids grow up? Like, yeah, do you, do you know what I mean? Do you, want to, do you want to see your little boy make that first three point shot in his Pee Wee game? Do you want to see your daughter make, you know, the first, you know, game winning catch in baseball and, and things yeah. like that. Do you want to see you, you know, whatever. Like it ain't nothing. Yeah. It's like, but like you say, we we live for basketball. Uh we live for watching basketball. We live for everything about it. But ultimately we don't owe anything to basketball and neither does Lamarcus Aldridge. You know? Neither does no. Lamarcus Aldridge. So fair play to him. He made a decision. There was no messing about. He come out, he explained his reasons why, and that was that. And I'm sure it was a shock for some people to see it, but it is what it is. I just thought I'd address it because I think it's important, isn't it, to realise that, especially in the predicament that we've been in over the last 12 months with COVID and everything and all the COVID protocols and people are complaining, oh, these players aren't playing because of COVID protocols and this isn't happening because these people did this. Like, people are dying from COVID, you know? And these COVID protocols are in place in order to keep everybody safe. And winning another three games, it isn't everything, is it? Do you know what I mean? The grand scheme things. Like Kyrie going, doing whatever he's doing, struggling with mental health or struggling with whatever he's doing and people are saying, oh, he's getting paid all this money, but, well, if he's not well, he's not well. <laughs> like, the guy might just need a break. The guy might just go need to get out of retreat, refresh, recalibrate and come back and then maybe in the playoffs he's zoned in and... This is why he's taking these breaks through the season so that come playoff time, he can give 100% to his team the same way that Kawhi Leonard, the same way that all these other players do it. The only difference is because they're not giving a reason why Kyrie's leaving. Uh, it's being speculated on. So I just think we need to be a little bit more mindful when we're slandering players or all this stuff, because ultimately we don't know what people are going through. We don't know what players are going through and we don't know what's happening behind the scenes. So, And the simple thing is, the same person that is tweeting, Kyrie Evans a bum, he's a chump, get a grip, is the same asshat that is going to put a tweet out if something horrific happened, like RIP NBA champion Kyrie Irving. Yeah, you did it your way, and you wouldn't let anyone else tell you how to do it. And this is the problem, isn't it? This is the problem. You know, fa- because... rich, rich, and famous people 
doesn't make them exempt from mental health. Robin Williams, Chester Bennington, these are the, you know, these are top people in the top of their professions, actors, comedians. Robin Williams probably seen probably the happiest man you've ever met in your life. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know I mean, you know, suffered a mental health. Subsequently, couldn't take the suffering anymore. I, I, you know me, mate, and you're the yeah. same. And so, and that's why we have the core group of mates that we have yeah. in this community that are mental health conscious. And it just isn't worth it. No, like, no. okay, he's not playing basketball. Cool. Like, what would you rather the Brooklyn Nets done? Lie to you and told yeah. you they probably could. They could be like, he's got you know a right hamstring strain. Yeah. Um. You know, he's let's got fasciitis. Yeah. Let's try and. But get no, Kyrie's him. turned around and gone. Nah, I, I'm. I'm not playing, and I don't need to give a reason. Like, no. if I have a day off work, people at work don't need to know why I'm off. As long as your manager knows, as long as people. Yeah, as long as the relevant people know. Yeah. But just because exactly. I'm in the public eye, I need to tell people. Nah. No. no. Not and, a chance. And the funny thing is, and the funny thing is, now I used to love the old. Well, uh. We pay, we pay, we pay their wages. We not over the last year, you've not, because nobody's been watching the games. So you might be paying the wages through buying jerseys, yeah, but that's going. That's not necessarily going directly to the Brooklyn Nets. That's going to the NBA, regardless of what jersey you buy. And it's the same. And I've heard it all with football and stuff. And there's been a lot going on with football with the. Super League stuff, and I don't really want to get into that on this podcast, but that was something that always frustrated me with football. We pay their wage. If you looked how much money is generated from ticket sales compared to how much money is generated from television, you'd be you'd be very surprised. I don't think it's even close. But anyway, let's get off that negativity. Let's get on to some positivity. Zion. Zion's released a shoe. Uh, I say positivity. I don't know your opinion on it. Might I might say it's shit now. Uh, what is your opinion on? I don't even know what it's called. What's it called? I think it's Zion. just called the Zion One. The Zion. I thought that. I thought that might be what it was. Um. So the great people at Pure Kicks and Mister Momenty, they were they were hot to the pop with uh, posting it up for me. I seen it on Instagram ski. And uh, I kind of had a bit of a look at it, and we kind of had a bit of a leaked image, and there was like, this is what it's going to be, but there's some more colorways and, and cool. Zion, great player. Yeah. Let's hope this shoe has good heel support. Yeah. Um, burst out of it like he did last time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of how it looks, I think it's a nice shoe. It's definitely a performance shoe from what I can see. And it gives me vibes of a Dame 6, sorry, Dame 5, and the front toe of either a leaning or a Dame 2. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. And I like, I like that they've got the big Z up the side, the same as the side side of his head. I like, I like all that. I like that little touch. Uh, there's not really much on, there's not, in regards to like jump man, there's not really much on there. Is to like you can't from the side, you can't really see a jump man on it. Do you know what I mean? But is that but when you think about it, when you got if you got mellows, if you bought any mellow kicks, yeah, they see if you bought CP free well. kicks, 
Do you know what I mean? Like they yeah. they kind of had like it was a completely different line of signature shoes. And yeah, yeah. I mean to be fair, if they're, they're from what I can see, they're very reasonably priced in terms of a performance Jordan. How much are they going for? Um, which I think I've seen 105, 110. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you in a second because I'd like to have a look. I don't want to misquote. I don't want to. Um, I want to be getting people in trouble. But, but I think it's a nice shoe. Like, yeah, he deserves it. it. Yeah, I like I like Zion. I've got a lot. I've got. I think he's a great. So uh, uh, on on the primary selling website, one hundred four ninety five. Okay, so that's not far. That's not bad, is it? That's not bad. Just over hundred. Not really. That's that's. Okay. You know, cheaper ooh. than cheaper than some of the other. Like they're nice. Yes, they are. Yeah, I can see them. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm happy for anybody who gets a signature shoe. You know, uh, players deserve to get what they can out of the business. So, yeah, good luck to Zion. I hope. The back of this shoe looks great. I've not seen it. Like with the with the Zion at the back there. Oh yeah, that looks cool. Definitely. But no, I mean I, I, I am a I, I'm a fan. Like, I like them. I love um, the I love the know, like, and everything. I love the DJ Khaled uh vibe and yeah, I like that. I think I think the rollout was great. I think what they've done uh, marketing-wise was great, getting Khaled on the... Uh, yeah, I think... I think I, I, Big I'm, fan. Big I'm fan. A, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So... And it's all about the brand, brand giving the opportunity, isn't it? If you've got a good product, it's easy to sell. Exactly. 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 Moving on to a good product. Do you like that? Yeah, you've done well there again. You've done well there again. So I've been teasing for the last over a week now uh, some news for the throwback store. And as of this Friday, the day that this will be out, uh, the news will be out that... uh, the throwback store's got a partnership with Mitchell and Ness, and we've been crying out for this for so long, and it's finally uh, come to fruition. I've been working on it for probably 12 months now, trying to get the details of everything sorted, crossing the T's and dotting the I's and all that stuff, and finally, finally, finally... Uh, the throwback store is going to be a stockist for Mitchell and Ness. So I was talking to Ginger Shack before this in regards to the reasons why, other than us both being huge Mitchell and Ness fans, uh, I've got Mitchell and Ness jerseys, Mitchell and Ness jersey, I've got the Colby's, I've got all sorts of Mitchell and Ness stuff. Ginger Shack also a huge Mitchell and Ness fan, so it made sense. Uh, the throwback store, we, I have always kind of 
found my own stock one way or another, whether it's uh, online, whether it's people and no contacts have met. Are you still there? Am I still yeah. there? Yeah. Just went off my screen, went off. Uh, yeah, whether it's people, whatever it may be, uh, I've kind of just always found stock. The problem is, no, a lot of the problem because the jerseys, a lot of them are kind of one of one. Like somebody will come to me and ask me for a jersey and say, can you find this in an Excel? And there may only be 10 in decent condition in the world, you know? So sometimes it's not easy for me to kind of get the jerseys that people want or need. So Mitchell and Ness just makes it a little bit more easier for me to get what you need to you. Like, uh, if somebody comes and asks me for, have you got a Dominique Wilkins in an XL? I can say, I might not have one now, but I'm putting an order in with Mitchell and Ness soon, so I can I can I can pop that on my order. Or and the and the website will always be stocked with Mitchell and Ness now. So uh yeah, the first drop of jerseys will be this Friday at around six PM. Uh yeah. And I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Like it's, it was something, it was a long-term goal of mine when I started. If I was ever going to be a stockist of a brand, it was always going to be Mitchell and Ness. Uh, I remember looking through slam magazines when I was younger at Mitchell and Ness jerseys. So it's a little bit surreal now that the business that I've built is stocking these products. So it's kind of a full circle moment for me. And that's all I've got to say about that. So what I have to say about that is well done. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. At the end of the day, you're right. Like Mitchell Ness jerseys are nice. Do you know what I mean? In an ideal world, yeah. I've you know, I I'm I'm fortunate enough to have some retro Jordans. Yeah. But my favourite Jordan jersey is a finals patch Mitchell Ness. Yeah, it's the authentic. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I've got a Muggsy... I mean, Mitchell Ness jersey-wise, I've got two Shacks. I've got a Magical Lakers. I've got a Mike Bibby Grizzlies. I've got a Drazan Petrovic Nets. I've got uh, two Magic Johnsons, one in Lakers, one in All-Star. You know, I've got a Rodman, I've got a Pippin, I've got another Pippin, I've got another Rodman. Like, You've got I've got Muggsy Bogues. You've got a LeBron. I've got a LeBron. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's almost that thing where it's been a struggle to get them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, unless I want a Vince Carter in white, I can get that once a month. I can get that maybe one time a month. Yeah. Um, and then maybe the purple will be available the next month. But what's nice for me is how to put it. If you're going to sell something, you've got to believe in it. Yeah, definitely. If, so, if someone's selling me, someone's trying to tell me to buy their, you know, to go to a restaurant, I need to see the chef eat his own food. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Do you know definitely. what I mean? Definitely. I need to see someone that understands food tell me that it's good food. So having 
the Donny, the king of jerseys of this country, going Mitchell Neske is solid. Yeah, like, you know, as I said before the pod, you are going to have them gammon-handed meat-hook geezers that are like, this is the Probex store. This is the same Probex store. Would you know what? Like, show me the peas. Yeah. Like, you ask this man here, and you want an authentic Muggsy Bogues Charlotte Hornets jersey from 1992 in your size, pristine condition. Exactly. He will find it for you, and you will pay for it. Or you can swallow your pride and have an immaculate Muggsy Bogues jersey in the correct fit, yeah. brand new, out of packet, with the tag still on it, with that little ticket of authentication and tag and label that yeah. Mitchell and Ness have. And you can buy it from someone that will tell you it's a damn nice jersey. Exactly. So I'm telling you now, if you've got anything to say about him selling Mitchell and Ness, like you don't understand the levels that this is going to. Yeah. You don't understand how hard it is. And the risk. Like people yeah. need to respect the risk. Like you're not doing this because like, oh, yeah, Mitchell and Ness jersey will sell loads. Yeah, there's an aspect of that. People want that. But equally, you got to buy them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Do you know and what I mean? Throw, and, and, yeah, a lot of money's been kind of thrown at this. This, And but it quite is, frankly, like, if someone there. owns a used car garage, if someone owns a used car garage, and predominantly in that used car garage, they sell Mercedes. That's cool. But all of a sudden, Mercedes come and say to them, do you want to sell Mercedes brand new? You're telling me that you're going to go, I ain't going to Dave no more. He sells brand new Mercedeses. That ain't on. Exactly. exactly. Think about it. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, there is there is an element of risk in there. Hopefully, uh, they sell well. Uh, the better they sell, the, the, the more stocker can bring in and vice versa in. But there's some, there is, I'm not going to spill too much in regards to what stock I've got in. Uh, Just, there is, Ginger Shack's had a sneak peek at what will be uh, on there. And there is some fire, fire. Uh, Pricing. And when he says fire, he doesn't mean that Mitchell and Ness jersey with fire on. Just clarifying. (laughs) Definitely not that. Uh, pricing wise, we're going uh, swingmans will be eighty four ninety nine, and authentics will be one eight nine ninety nine. Uh, Did you just say authentics for one eight nine ninety nine? One eight nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, but that's below retail mark. Correct. 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 And then, and then. If you use uh, any of the affiliate links, you can still get 10% off as well. You know? You know? So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, they're already below retail, and you can also use one of the affiliate link codes. Uh, So if you need an affiliate link, get in touch with NBA UK fans, get in touch with... uh, Suns Fans UK... OKC UK, Suns fans UK have killed it with the affiliate link. So shout out to 
Uh, Melvy. I'm going to call him Melvy forever. Yeah. I'll he's a legend. He's a le- he is a legend. He's going to be Melvy. Also, also, you know, you do a podcast and we talk about Mitchell and Jazz, Mitchell and Ness jerseys a lot. You know, both hosts are wearing a Mitchell and Ness jet. No, they're not. No, they're not. Or are they? They're not. They're not. No. They're not. Are you naked underneath that that sweater? I've got lycra pants on because uh, I've just finished a BJJ session. Brilliant. Even better. But yeah, so that that's the, that's the news anyway. That's the news. So once this is released on Friday, it'll all the stock will already be on the website. So head over to the throwbackstore.co.uk, which is now here somewhere, or it might be here, whichever way. Follow these two as well, or these two, depending on which side we're on. Uh, and, yeah. So, questions. Got a couple of questions uh, from our lovely uh, people who follow us. First one, from Melvy. You'll always be Melvy now. Right, question for you and G-Shack on the pod, mate. I bought some Adidas and Pokemon shoes this week. If you're an exec at Nike, Adidas, Puma, etc., what media franchise would you collab with? I'll let you go first. So I think he just means like... Who so there is, I think so there is some, some very, very clever ones. So Adidas... Adidas are clever. They have the market share because they've got to deal with Disney. Yes. So by Disney, they can cover Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel. Yeah. That's big bucks. For me, if I could have a media franchise to launch uh, something off of, see, Adidas did do Game of Thrones. That was cool. Yeah. Um, Like that. So, thinking a little bit outside the box, I'm probably going to go. I would be very, very hyped for a night collab with Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Okay. Now, now, now we're cooking. Now. Because, we because Jack's Teller always wore Air Force Ones. He did always wear Air Force Ones. That's a great. That is. That, eh? Yeah. You just imagine like a black Air Force or a white Air Force One. Right, the swoosh is there, but the front of the swoosh is a reaper, and on the tongue, there's just the the. In fact, I might have to now go get a custom pair of Air Force Ones made. Sons of Anarchy. He's thought this through. Uh, See, it's a quite a good question because what I what I'd do if I was like Mitchell and Ness, I'd probably part partner with the, the Throwback Store, so. But that's what I that's what I'd do. But if we're talking sneakers, uh I don't know. There's lo there's loads, isn't there? I liked the uh Nike Spider Man's for Enter the Spider Verse. That yeah. was, that was a cool little collab. And I'd like to see more of like like you've just mentioned, when somebody is synonymous for a certain shoe, 
in a film or in whatever it may be that that is kind of transferred and it does happen sometimes but like I'd like Dr Dre wears a lot of Air Force ones as well so maybe like a Beats uh an Air Force One collab maybe that that could be that could be a bit of a vibe I think uh, two of the things I love being music and sneakers so that'd be a nice uh, a nice little switch over but yeah, I think something like that. I mean, I think in terms of in terms of brands, like I sort of did say, Adidas do hold the market share. Yeah. Because they've also got Lego. Yes, they have. And like I've seen a pair of the uh, the Adidas Lego trainers. And like they're a bit mad. They're pretty dope. Like the bottom of them, the grips are Lego bricks. Like the 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 texture and that. And one thing Adidas have always done to smash out the park. Is they brand their boxes around yeah. the collab? Yeah, yeah. They do. do you know what I mean? So like, but no, I like I like that concept where someone's synonymous with a shoe. Yeah. Because yeah, like you said, like you know, both of ours were both kind of because certain people wore that shoe. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? And if you if you really want to get into the mix of it, like, it it could be big money. Like oh. I'd you know I'd copper. You know I know Nike done a Stranger Things collab. Yeah. Um, which was kind of cool. And they were a little bit soft with it. It was kind of like Hawkins High. Yeah. Like track pants. And, and they'd done like a blazer. And they also done like a Cortez. And, you know, yeah. that's cool. And it's 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 nice. But, you know, Mitchell and Ness, OG Spaceman, like Space Jam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that could be a thing. That could be a thing. Yeah, Mitchell and Ness jumping on the Space Jam jerseys. I like that. I like that's a really good idea. Because I've got a Bill Murray Space Jam jersey and I love it. Yeah. I've uh, yeah, I like that. Great question. Great question. Next question is from Stu, who says uh he needed to add a comment on the MVP race. He says, No one says Embiid isn't great. But surely an MVP can't miss 20, 25% of his team's games and they still be number one. That's why it's Joe Kitch. He also says uh, Edwards will stumble into the Rookie of the Year win, but Lamelo's coming back. Lamelo's coming back. I, wa- I read something this morning. Uh, Lamelo is going to be back in seven to ten days. So if he comes back... And starts putting up the numbers that he was putting up prior, then you've got a race back on your hands, haven't you? Uh, he also says defensive player of the year has to be Simmons, no other option. And the question is, what is missing from your collection slash portfolio? For me, it's the black pinstripe Orlando. And in brackets, I can see one on the Throwback Store website. It will be bought shortly. Plus, I'd love an Arenas and Magic jersey. And then another question, is Jordan Clarkson six Man of the Year? Just to confirm, he did go and buy that Magic jersey, that Penny jersey from the Throwback Store. So shout out for to Stu for sticking to his word. Uh, so, is anything missing from your collection? That you want, you've got a f- yes. 
I've 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 got two what I would call glowing admissions. Like if you were to ask people what's in my portfolio collection, when they hear these two aren't in there, I deserve to potentially be shot. Yeah. So I don't own a Lakers Kobe Bryant. There we go. So there's one. And I don't own a Raptors Vince Carter. There's two. So probably I'm a big fan of the Kobe Mitchell and Ness jerseys that you've had on. Yeah. I like them. Um, and I'm a particularly big fan of the Kobe Mitchell and Ness Hall of Fame jersey. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm not just saying that because of the previous conversations that have gone on. No, don't the uh Great jersey. So, so like, it, I, I do need, I do need a Kobe, a Kobe. And while we're on the topic of Kobe, Nike deal. Oh yeah, we might, we might as well cover that as well now. Uh, I don't know what that actually means in regards to. So, can they? From what still, I can gather, can they still release shoes that they've already released, or is it completely done? Apparently, it's done. According to Nick DePaula, that's it. The current Kobe 6 um, Hall of Fame that's coming out will be the last retro Kobe. done with Nike, with Kobe. Wow. That's big news. That's big news. Very, very big news. It's... Well, before it's Kobe... big news, and it's sad news. It is, but before Kobe, uh, before Kobe passed, he was looking at... Uh, going into creating his own shoe, wasn't he? Similar yeah, to like yeah. what uh, Stefan Marbury kind of ha- tried to do. Uh, so, makes sense, I suppose. Very sad. Uh, I remember Vanessa Bryant not being particularly happy with how they released the Grinches and that there wasn't more stock. Uh, she wanted everybody to have that shoe and obviously Nike made it a limit- limited release, as they do. Uh, so I can understand why it's happened, but yeah, sad. What is also sad about it as well is you see all of them people that have got Kobe's on Stock X. Yeah, I know, I know the price is going to fly up. Uh, shocking. Anyway, away from that, back to yeah, my emissions from my collection. Uh, have you got any? Yes. So the three, the three, there's there's loads, but the three that I really want are Iguodala, Kyle Carver, Lou Williams, are the three that I desperately need. Uh, and then away from that, I've not got a Moses Malone. I have got a Moses Malone there, but I've not got a Moses Malone to rock. Uh, and I've not got. And I want a, an authentic Dr. J as well. Whether it's a Sandnit or a Mitchell and Ness, I don't know. But uh, they're the ones that I need in my collection desperately, desperately. Uh, and then and then you have, like, I want a Manute Ball as well. And I'd like a, uh, like, there's loads, there's loads. But the ones that I desperately want are the Lou Will, Corver and Iguodala because... When I first started getting into the Sixers, they were, well, properly 
into the sixes, like in the early two thousands, they were the gang. So yeah, I definitely want I definitely want those those jerseys. Uh, and yeah, it's Jordan Clarkson, six man of the year. I haven't even really looked at six man of the year to be honest with you. Um, Neither have I. I thought at the beginning of the season, uh, so many things have changed. So many things have changed. Like, do you know what I mean? Like last year, I was I was quids in for it being Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And do then, you know what I mean? And then like, Lou, now I'm just a little bit like. And then Lou will well, fair play to Stu because like we do a basketball pod and I've he's took even, more attention. He's paid more attention to that than I have. Like I've not even looked. I know Jordan Clarkson's been killing it though in Utah, uh, but I've not really particularly looked. I know. I don't know. I looked at most improved player. I think like you've got Jeremy Grant, Christian Wood uh, in that one who I've liked, but I've not even looked at six man of the year, to be honest with you. So let's just agree with Stu. He seems to know what he's on about. Bloody love Stu. He's all right, isn't he? He's all right. Like, episode, like every episode, every, every week there's a question. I know. Respect for that. We need and his portfolio and oh. his collection is starting to get Wah! yeah it's fuego now fuego yeah yeah we need we might we may we may need to uh, get him on at some point for him to show us the portfolio that could be a thing that could be a thing getting some of the uh, some of the guys Melvy Stu uh, get the squad on get the squad on this thing get, get the gang on. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll go with Jordan Clarkson. Now, to end the pod, favourite player to wear, number 28. Do you know when we started this? We had a couple of good episodes and, <laughs> for players. I know, we missed. Like, we missed for players. Like, like, and... uh in the past couple of episodes, like we're we're having to Google it. I'll be honest, like we're having to Google it. Yeah. Um. So so out of out of out of sheer Googleness. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go for Iggy at the Miami Heat. Yeah, <laughs> because there's nobody else. <laughs> there's nobody else. And I've gone for uh, Sam Cassell at the Celtic. He played one season and he was number 28. But, fact, the only player in NBA history to win a championship in his first season and his last. So Once we get past the 20s, we'll be like, all we've right. Got 10 episodes, we've got 10 episodes of gold. Oh, golden. Like, there's debates. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. We can proper scrap it out. And, and there's the ones like Shaq, who played 23, 24... 22, 23, 24. Do you know what I mean? So, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah, because Magic, he was 32, then he was 34 at the Lakers. Yeah. He was 36 at the Celtics. And yeah. See, so you can have Shaq for all of those. Yeah. Madness. But no, no. Crazy. Iggy. Gone, yeah. Iggy. And I've gone for Sam Cassell uh, just because he's the man. 
So, great episode. Back episode 29. One away from a guest. I've 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 definitely sorted the guest out. I just need to uh send a message again just to clarify a date, which is gonna be two weeks time. Uh but yes, we will see you on episode 29. I don't know who plays number 29, though. We've got a week to look for it. <laughs> We're a week to look for a player that wears number 29. But yes, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for doing all that good stuff. We appreciate you. And peace. I'm going to leave that bit in. And- oh, I'm going to leave that bit in.